0: welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. Thanks for joining me again. Um, So this week, I want to talk about something that I still work on every day. And I think it's really important for me with these podcast episodes. I don't just share the stuff that comes easily to me or comes naturally to me. Um, things that I feel confident around and therefore can make look quite easy because there's a lot of stuff that doesn't come naturally to me that I have to continuously work upon. This is one of those things. So this is almost a partly a self-coaching episode because it was really interesting for me researching this episode and and getting clear on my thoughts around this to share with you was quite cathartic actually in getting me clear on what I do really think about this and how I can apply some of what I know to be true to my own um, mindset around this. And the topic is around impatience. So let's dive in and let's go deep on impatience. Welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. I'm Jill Mokes and I am obsessed with cutting through the noise when it comes to growing your business. Each week via intimate coaching, conversations and inspirational stories, I share what it really takes to get the results you want in a way that feels right to you. I am all about attracting higher ticket opportunities, building authentic relationships and creating the abundant, full-fat version of your dream business. I mean, how many of us have beavered away creating a light version of what we really want? The thing is, I honestly believe When you're outstanding at what you do, there is no limit to what you can achieve. So are you ready to put our heads together and make it happen? Let's go. Here's the thing. Impatience can be an absolute dream killer. That feeling that we want everything right now, if not yesterday, We want progress to be quick. We want projects to come to fruition smoothly, quickly. We want the overnight success, actually. That's really what we want. And the thing is, things don't have to come easily or come quickly. That's not the way of the world. There are things that need particularly in business as an entrepreneur, there are things that need good patient planning, good foundations. That's what builds a stable and sustainable business. Impatience is something that I have struggled with all my life. And I've always been the person that wants to see the quick results. I struggle with any form of delayed gratification, right? So I think that's why I I find it so hard to lose weight is because that is something where the action you take in the moment to not have the thing you want to eat or to deny yourself, whatever. Um, it's the gratification from doing that is delayed. The weight loss is slow. Um, and I have this same tendency to have this mindset in business. So if I Do something. If I try something, I want the results quickly. And I'm not saying that moving fast in business is always a bad thing. It's actually quite a superpower to be able to make quick decisions, move quickly. But here's the thing. When you move at a slightly slower and more considered pace, And when you're realistic around timeframes for change to happen, you actually become much more skilled at making smarter decisions, right? When they're more considered. When you become comfortable with giving something a chance to work before moving on to the next thing, that is when you start seeing real traction a really good example of this is this podcast so people told me that the results i was getting on the download numbers were good but to me i'm i'm thinking oh, gosh you know Oh, I I really would love those really high numbers that I see some of the other podcast hosts getting and you know I feel quite envious of that. But when I really think about it and like I say that that self coaching around this says to me that actually I just need to keep going with this. I just need to keep doing what I'm doing and show the resilience that I have when progress doesn't happen as quickly as I want it to, because that's what I've developed to counteract my tendency to be really impatient is that I've had to develop an incredible amount of resilience around The, what is the feeling? It's a disappointed feeling. When something doesn't happen as quickly as you want it to, you feel a little disappointed. And I've had to really coach myself to become very resilient to feeling disappointed. Because if you don't, if you don't build up that resilience to the disappointment of slower progress, that's when you are in the danger zone of stopping or pivoting too quickly. Or, um, adjusting, you know, what you're doing before you've given something a chance to work. I see this with marketing all the time, all the time. People will decide on a particular marketing strategy. And when it doesn't get the results they were expecting overnight, it's, there's something wrong with it. There's something wrong with the strategy and it doesn't work for them so that their, their instinct is telling them to try the next thing. And I'm I'm hugely you know this, you'll have heard me say this lots of lots of times. I am very much in praise of shiny object syndrome. I love trying lots of different things, but I am also very cautious now to make sure I give something a chance to work unless I have a very visceral, um, reaction and know that I just can't bear to do it, then, um, you know, for most strategies I try or, um, projects that I try and start, I am now way better at giving it a chance, adjusting my expectation around the results. It's interesting to me. I think this is part of my huge interest I have in, um, slow living, the slow movement. I think it's all born out of this natural instinct in me, which is to, to rush, to, to rush everything and to, to want results really, really quickly. So as usual with me, if there's something that isn't my natural default I find that quite fascinating I find it really fascinating to study what doesn't come naturally to me the slow movement and when I talk about that I'm talking about you know that whole slow living that I'm super passionate about which is really doing what you love um, that's important to me and it's sometimes i think when i talk about that people only tend to see it in the through the lens of entrepreneurship um but actually i i know a couple of people who to do what they love have actually really downsized you know it hasn't been around ambition and having more it's been about having less that that whole minimalism movement i think things are slowing down i think we're A little bit sick of that hustle mentality, aren't we? Don't we all just want to have a slightly different pace now so that we can enjoy our lives more? So that we have time to do the things that we really love and that we're not just working all the time. So it's really important to me to keep my impatience, my natural impatience for things in check. And it's something that I'm, like I say, it's something I'm constantly aware of and catching myself if I am having unrealistic expectations around something. It can happen um, if you have a remote team, for example, you know, you've got to have realistic expectations around response times and when work can get delivered. And that for someone like me, who's so impatient, that has always been difficult. And it's something I've really worked on being far more realistic and accepting that there is a a flow of time to everything. And it isn't always on my agenda. And it's actually quite reassuring now for me to know that actually the frenetic pace that perhaps would be my default setting isn't necessary because I can't do all of the things in my business myself. So I have a a team that does, you know, the podcast production and, and admin tasks and things like that, that I I wouldn't possibly have time to do everything and I need to work to their time frame as much as my own and I've actually found that really helpful in combating that impatience because it's really kind of forced me to slow down a little and to accept someone else's time frame that's an interesting one I think there's something very important around considered decisions as well in business. I think intuitive decisions can sometimes be quick, but actually really investing some time and making considered decisions weighing up all of the facts and not rushing to make a decision as quickly as you possibly can. Absolutely tuning into your intuition and allowing that to feed your decision-making, but really investing a little more time to do especially big decisions, do them justice. It isn't a badge of honour to be able to make snap decisions about everything. And I used to think it was, to be quite honest. I used to really boast about the fact that I make such quick decisions about things. And sometimes it comes in really handy to be able to do that. I'm not saying it doesn't. But actually, having a slower pace, making decisions in a more considered way, it certainly reduces that need to keep pivoting all the time. And I I hesitated when I said that actually then, because I am a huge fan of pivoting when something is not working and you've given it the amount of time it deserved, or you had a very visceral reaction and you know, it's not something you want to do. Pivot, 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 pivot. I'm starting to sound like Ross off (laughs) friends. Google it. Um, the more considered you are, the more time you invest in decision-making. This is not an excuse to procrastinate something completely different. This is setting yourself a timeline for making a decision, sticking to it so that you're avoiding procrastination, but really kind of taking the time to think of all of the implications and The benefits and the minuses of a particular decision, it does mean that you tend to make more solid decisions for your business. um, And you will avoid sort of knee-jerk reactions to circumstances, which again, I can be really guilty of um, making a knee-jerk decision that actually would have been a different decision had I invested a bit more time in it. So that's really important. By all means, you know, try the new things, experiment, but just make sure you've given it a chance to work before you're pivoting again or making a decision to change something again. So I want you to think about how you are dealing with impatience in your business. If you're not seeing the results that you want, if your goal seems so far away and you're really struggling with accepting the pace at which things are moving, then I, I just want you to think about this, about how combating impatience, or if you like, cultivating patience is a real skill. And it isn't anything to do with procrastination. Like I say, that's something completely different. Genuinely having patience, being able to allow things the time that they need to grow and flourish, that is a skill. The really key thing is that all the time things are moving forward, even if things in your business are moving at a slower pace than you want them to, failure only happens when we stop. I'm going to say that again, because it's really worth just thinking hard about this. If this is something that's, you're really wrestling with, that you feel like the needle's not moving, you're working hard, you're doing all the things, and you're not seeing the results. You're not getting the the clients on your roster that you were hoping for. You're not seeing the changes you wanted to see. Failure only happens when we stop. With that in mind, cultivate patience. Know when to pivot by making smart, considered decisions, not rushed decisions, and you are going to see better results in your business. Take time to plan projects properly. Take time to do the foundational work within your business. Take time to invest in getting your team to a place where things work smoothly. All of those things that we can feel impatient about. How many people do I hear that say, "I yes, I would love to grow my team, but, oh, it will take me longer to explain to them how to do something than it takes for me to do it myself. That is impatience. That is a resistance to delayed gratification because an investment of time now into helping that team get up to speed is going to result in so much benefit in the longer term, right? So that's really important to remember. Impatience is a dream killer. Failure to make your dreams come to reality only happens when you stop. So don't let impatience be a reason for you to stop. Okay, that's all for this week. As always, if this is something that you would like to explore with me a bit deeper, you could apply for a breakthrough session and the link will be in the show notes. So make sure you do that. You know, these, these 60 minute breakthrough sessions are, have to share some testimonials from people who have had these um, breakthrough sessions with me. Not necessarily clients, even, but people who have just had invested the time again in actually applying for a breakthrough session, doing the work, the prep work for it. They are, they're free. Number one, why wouldn't you? But also, The transformation that you can get in shifting your mindset within that 60 minutes uh, around any topic that's kind of stopping you from the moving the needle in your business at the moment. The feedback I get from these breakthrough sessions is absolutely fantastic. I think they are a real game changer for people. So genuine offer is 60 minutes. Um, other than that, it is bye for this week and I will see you again next week. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that getting our heads together this week has filled your mind with what's possible. If you love the show, would you do me a massive favour, please? Would you leave a five star rating on Apple Podcasts? It would really help you put more heads together, reach more ears, and expand more minds. Until next week, bye for now.